Calling all benders and non-benders alike. Jump into the epic world of Avatar with your favorite podcast, Avatar, Braving the Elements. Hosted by me, Janet Varney. And me, Dante Bosco. Each week we'll recap and discuss a new episode. So come join us and our amazing guests from creators to cast to superfans to chat about all things Avatarverse. It's Fire Nation time. Book of Fire. Let's go. Listen to Avatar Braving the Elements wherever you get your podcasts. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Welcome to Marvel Vision, a podcast about Marvel, the MCU, and right now the trailer for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. I'm Alex. I'm Justin. I'm Pete. And this is coming a couple of days after (laughs) the couple of days after the trailer has premiered at the Super Bowl. They premiered a shorter version there, dropped a longer version online, but I'll tell you what, our jaws have been on the floor. So it took us a while to pick up our jaws and get them back in our face because that's how it worked. And now we're taking a podcast for you, breaking down every single big moment in the trailer, at least let's let's be honest, some of them. We're going to go frame by frame (laughs) through the trailer. This is going to be a two-hour long podcast as we break it down frame by frame. So Pete, take it away on frame number one. Go. Yeah, I, I don't. We're not gonna. Don't promise things we're not gonna do. We're gonna talk a little bit about the trailer. I this trailer has done nothing but make me stressed out for this movie. I'm really worried about what kind of movie this is gonna be and why we're gonna spend time in an altered universe that's not our universe and we're gonna care about these characters that aren't real and then it's just gonna end. They are real. They're in the trailer. It's a documentary. Um, I, Pete, you are a famous for your um, movie stress. You, you yeah. trailers stress you out because it's not the full movie; it's just, um, you know, a shortened version of it. What does it all mean? It doesn't add up. <laughs> well, yeah. let me ask you a question, Pete. So, overall, this trailer, we get to see a lot of different things, and we're going to get to see through. the evil ass Doctor Strange from the fucking. Um, Animated what if that was shitty as fuck. (laughs) Okay, okay. Comment down with the cursing just for one second. You're coming in hot here already. What I was going to say is that... Don't tee me up! We get to see a lot of things going on here with Doctor Strange, with Wanda, of course, is a big part of the movie. We get introduced... Though we saw her in the teaser that was at the end of Spider-Man No Way Home. She's the second... She's there. America Chavez is else also a big yes. part of it. And we get to see a lot of other things here from Easter eggs to alternate realities to teases and other things. And as usual, the thing that's very tricky with breaking down a trailer like this is Marvel lies. And what I mean by that, we've talked about this on the podcast Ooh, before, oh. is big maybe time. going back before, but at the very least going back to the Captain America Winter of the Soldier Winter the Soldier trailer was the name of the movie. Winter of the Soldier. It is Imagine. Winter of the Soldier. I'm very cold. 
There was a shot where they had Natasha going up to somebody with a sheet over their face. It was digitally edited in the movie. We actually saw that it was Nick Fury that was died. They were hiding it. So ever since then, they've gotten more and more liberal with changing footage for trailers, tweaking things, changing characters out, excising them. Sometimes people are able to figure it out. Like I remember there was an Endgame trailer where everybody was able to figure out based on the spacing of how everybody was standing that like, there's another character there. You're missing a character in the middle there that you digitally edited out. And certainly there's a lot of that that seems to potentially be going on with this trailer. So there are things we know. There are things we don't know. There are things that may be faked or unreal. But ultimately, I'm curious, Pete, this is all preamble to saying since you're nervous about this trailer, you're not a big horror movie guy. This is potentially Sam Raimi, who's directing the movie, Coming back to horror, he's famously done Evil Dead. He did Dragon. Yeah, but Evil Dead's a more funny, funny horror, which I can sit in. But yeah, I'm worried about how this looks like horror horror, which would not be enjoyable for me. But what you said gave me hope because maybe this is all just a fake. We're going to get a Throg movie. You know what I mean? Like three hours of just that's uh, maybe a the, little beyond the fake that I was talking about. But, <laughs> no, I don't know. We'll see. Just the in, Thor frog. Yeah. Since we've covered uh, Pete's broad thoughts about this, what are your broad <laughs> thoughts about this trailer? I mean, this trailer is very exciting. Um, I think it feels very different from other Marvel trailers. There's not a pressure to have some like one-liners and quips in here. It feels like it's fully yeah. like this no movie comedy. is, this movie is like twisted. We're going to put Dr. Strange strange through like some very like bad situations. It's visually very like twisted with like, we're sort of in some like surreal painting style uh, backgrounds. And it looks like a horrible trip gone wrong. And I think that's what it is because Doctor Strange messed up. The The premise of the movie seems like, hey, man, you blew this and you need to fix it or try to fix it. And there's a price to be paid for that. So this is my first question about this trailer. And this is something obviously we won't know until the movie. It also ties into one of my big worries about the movie right now, which is probably Ah, You're worried. I am worried. I mean, I think the two things that worried me, and then I'll get to my big question about it. My the two things that worry me is I still worry about multiverse overstuffing things with just a nonstop parade of cameos and Easter eggs and other things. Spider Man No Way Home did it, like we talked about on our podcast. Well, they did it well, but it was like. How did you do this? This is we I think we use the phrase magic trick to talk about it because it really was so impressive to watch that movie and be like, oh, you kept it focused on Tom Holland's Spidey, despite all these things going around him, made everything feed into that. And that's what made this movie work. It's a trailer for Doctor Strange 2, mind you. So it's only two ish minutes of footage, but it's the same sort of thing. I still have that worry of like. There's that temptation to make it into, and I know, Pete, this is your favorite movie of the past year, but it's, there's the temptation to make it into Space Jam 2, where it's just a nonstop parade <laughs> of cameos and Easter eggs that don't necessarily serve the plot or the emotional oh, intent of the character. But if it all ties back to Doctor Strange, 
that's great. So, like, that's my first worry about it. You're putting up a little figure, Justin. Well, let me say, I, I, I hear that worry, but I actually think, to me, this feels pretty focused. Um, we got a ton of, we saw some imagery of characters, um, and maybe we can get into this a little bit. Like, um, we saw what I thought was potentially Wondagore Mountain at my first reaction because of the Wanda of it all, which is a deep comic book reference where, like, they're talking cows and stuff. Uh, but it's actually not that. It's the, the mystical um, training place. Yeah, uh, Comertage. Is Comertage. Is. But there is a uh, minotaur guy there who is from, I'm forgetting his name, but he is from Doctor Strange, even though he looks like, what is it, Bova, yes. who raised Bova. Quicksilver and Wanda in the comics. Yes, so, and Wanda. Yeah, I had the same thought there. Yeah, um, so that was fun, but I, but I do think like it feels like this movie is we're seeing the characters we're going to see. Uh, America Chavez is so fun; she punches holes in the multiverse. It's perfect to have her here. Uh, we see Wanda, and we get a lot of Wanda here in this trailer. So it feels like that's going to be focused on her grappling with the powers that she now has. It feels like this movie is about these powerful people trying to be like. We keep fucking up. How can we not fuck up as much? And they seem to pay a price where uh, we have a tribunal here that seems like they're trying to put a stop to some of the things that are happening. Well, let's get back to the tribunal in a second, because that's obviously the big, huge thing that's going on. The other thing that concerns me is Doctor Strange in the first movie was fine, right? Like, it, it it was a pretty good movie because all Marvel movies are pretty good and they're pretty watchable. There are none that are actively bad, I don't think, at this point. You know, I'm sure sure people could argue that, but for the most part, it's like, yeah, I'll watch this again. This is all right. But I think that's the other thing that's like the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies were pretty good, so they already had a pretty good basis for that. I worry that we've only had one Doctor Strange movie plus his appearance in other movies. What have we necessarily set up there? You know, so maybe... On a more positive side, maybe it's a clean slate of, like, they can do whatever they want. On the more negative side is they don't have quite enough set up there to give it the emotional heft of Spider-Man No Way Home. But I would argue that, like, the Marvel Enterprise isn't about—it's not movie to movie. It's about the whole Enterprise moving forward. And the Marvel movies since—and television shows since Doctor Strange have advanced intensely. And this movie feels like it's a product of the whole— the whole creative project moving forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Uh, so I guess Pete, I'm saying I'm less worried than you are. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think I, I would rather come in cautiously nervous and be impressed by it more than anything else is, I guess what I'm coming at, but I don't know. Um, why don't we talk through I, some, yeah, go ahead, Pete. I'm just wondering, like, Cause this set up as, Hey, do you want to watch Dr. Strange? Like almost lose his mind. And then maybe a bunch of people get on him about like how he uses his magic and how he's fucking up. And the answer for me is no, I don't want to see that movie. I would rather see something else. So I'm a little worried about what it's going to be. And you know, like cool cameos and things are cool, but like, it's it I don't see a lot of characters in a good position to win or to come out of this okay and I'm really worried about the ramification ramifications of that. 
Well, I think that ties into a big question that we should talk about at some point, which is who is the actual villain of this movie? But the question that I wanted to ask you guys first, which I think everybody is kind of assumed online just because of Marvel continuity, that the thing that they're talking about in this trailer where Stephen Strange has screwed up, uh, Wong calls him out on it at a certain point, Mordo calls him out on it too, is breaking open the multiverse. Is this the spell from Spider-Man No Way Home that they're responding to, or is there some potentially something else that happens in the movie in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness that causes this? Uh, I was thinking about this a lot, and I think it could be No Way Home, and that feels like very intensely tied to what's going on. But we get this shot in the movie of Doctor Strange's love interest getting married to what looks like another man. Mm-hmm. It may be that we're getting a little bit of what we saw in the what if Doctor Strange, you know, rewriting the world because of love, because of his feelings. So I th- I think that might be that may be like a new mistake he makes, op- makes opening up the multiverse to try to. And that's what the animated show romance. kind of explored is yeah. like what he's willing to go through for his relationship. Yeah, that's so. The character is Christine Palmer. It's played by Rachel McAdams, and I agree with oh, you. I, Rachel McAdams, what a great, great actor! Come leave. Uh, just I re- hope it's the latter thing you're yeah. saying, Justin, because one of the things that Marvel has done so well is even with this ongoing story, has made each thing its own thing. So for them to start off, be like, Ugh, Doctor Strange did this thing that brought through all these villains and Spider-Man No Way Home and it destroyed the Statue of Liberty and here's what happened with Spider-Man and then you cast a spell and it erased – all of those things, it's like that's too much weight at the beginning of the movie yeah. versus him being like, oh, multiverse exists. I guess I could make a little tweak here to this wedding like you're saying. Yeah. That to me feels like such a stronger choice at the beginning of the movie. I would be more A bigger mistake. As yes. well, it's it's fully his mistake and not Peter Parker. But if we go back to the Rachel McAdams of it all, what if okay. this is the time traveler's wife, mm-hmm. but multiverse of madness? You know what I mean? Where Doctor Strange has to kind of go through all these things to realize that, like, you know, uh, the universe that we live on is good enough and you shouldn't change things. And the more you do, the more you're lying to yourself. Like the notebook sequel that I wrote where they travel back in time and and don't get together. The yeah. Time Traveler's Notebook, yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I that. yeah. Uh, so, yes, I agree that would be a stronger choice. Uh, why don't we jump ahead? We should definitely get back to the villain in a second. But the big thing in the trailer that we've been talking for 14 minutes here, we should probably get to. Is Peace there- new. Let's get to it, because this is a big thing that made everybody lose their minds during the Super Bowl, is during the trailer, at a certain point, it seems like, obviously we don't know if this is exactly how things happen, but it seems like Mordo is working with somebody to arrest Strange. He gets taken by a bunch of robots that look like Ultrons to some sort of room. There's six chairs in the room. Two people sitting there, one person walking across, one person blocked. And then when they have the reverse shot of the person who is blocked, we only get to see their shoulder and the side of their head, very blurry. But they say, we should tell them the truth. And that person very clearly is Patrick Stewart. So what do you think is going on here? 
And my best guest is it's his character Walter Blunt from Blunt Talk, the mm. series that everybody definitely remembers. Yes. Um, that's the makes the that's the character that makes the most sense to really and his five friends to bring to the the Marvel Cinematic. Yeah, Walter universe. Blunt and his five friends from the show Blunt Talk. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, on stars. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that was on Can't stars. I thought it was I'm, on Showtime, but all right. Yeah, you're right. I as don't well. know. <laughs> I'm guessing stars. I don't know. <laughs> Let's talk about this. I think it's probably. I mean, everybody thinks it's probably Professor X finally showing up at the. MCU. They also think that it's probably the Illuminati in these chairs. The Illuminati in the comic books is Professor X, Reed Richards, Iron Man, Black Bolt, uh, Black Panther, and Namor. Namor. There we go. That's the six of them. So, what do you guys think? You like, said this five, is the pro- and then you named six. Six of them. There we go. There's six of them. That's fine. There's six chairs. Um, that's the prevailing theory. What do you think? Do you buy into it? I mean, I feel like we're about to get Mephisto again. This feels like a very much us being like, it's going to be Mephisto. Here he comes. Because you think they're going to open up the, the X-Men? X-Men, the Fantastic Four, Namor, who it feels like is going to become part of the MCU. It seems like I think they've cast an actor potentially to play Namor. Um, but Black Bolt is also a wild one. And then you have the Black Panther a problem with the death of Chadwick Boseman. Like it's, yeah. is like, it going to be Shuri? Have, like, what do you, yeah, we have um, some problems with that as a thing. Maybe we see two of them. I don't know. To me, it's, it's more likely that it's a Loki situation um, where we have a Kang uh, and maybe, maybe Patrick Stewart is playing some sort of, other Kang. I, I would just be surprised if Professor X is the first mutant that we see in the MCU. Well, there's also I, I may have gotten the lineup wrong because Doctor Strange is on the lineup of the Illuminati, and we do see you don't see him clearly in the online trailer, but in the Super Bowl commercial, there was what they're calling Defender Strange, uh, which is sort yes. of like this very put together strange versus the sort of loose strange that we know and the other like zombie and dead strange and all these other things. So I don't know, man, I think like Patrick Stewart is professor X. I think there's a lot of rumors. There's a lot of people talking about, I never know how to pronounce his name, but potentially Ian Gruffod from the first fantastic more movie. Like there was early rumors of, Oh, John Krasinski is going to show up as Mr. Fantastic yeah. because that always happens. But I right. actually uh, Black, think like Black Panther's not in the original Illuminati. He's the one who's there. okay. Uh, but there's somebody like, it's very hard to tell. And obviously again, this gets back to the digital editing thing, but there's somebody who looks to be like at first glance, there was like, it looked like they had something silver around their neck. It could potentially, somebody suggested to be on Twitter, it could be Michael B. Jordan as Black Panther, which showed up in What If, which I think is a really smart, interesting idea, or that could potentially be a Fantastic Four costume. And I think if they are going to do Fantastic Four... Or it could be Doom. Well, if they can do Fantastic Four, bringing in Ian Gruffod from the much maligned Fantastic Four movies makes a lot of sense to me because that doesn't... Well, because just if they brought because it back it's a Fantastic, multiverse, because that's it's a what multiverse. I'm saying. What I'm saying is like that makes easy. sense to me because it lets them cast somebody else as Mister Fantastic in the MCU, right? Like it doesn't invalidate it. It doesn't mean you have to have Ian Gruffud 
in yeah, the but MCU. If I'm making this movie, I'm like, I'm launching things. I'm not looking backward to be like, oh, sure. uh, I got to have this. And like that's why like Patrick Stewart makes a little bit of sense because he is the Professor X that everyone like lauds the most. Mm-hmm. So to have him be that way and then we see different X-Men, maybe a Professor X, less X-Men movie emerge or something. Who knows? But I don't know. I, I would just be – the Illuminati is such a – Super comic booky concept. Yeah, because once you introduce Illuminati, I mean, there's so many, like, I mean, that led into Planet Hulk. Like, that could be a lot of different places we could go. Am I about to see uh, a dude with little ankle wings pop up in this movie? That'd be great. I also wonder, though, how this jibes with what happened in Loki, because we found out about the TVA, the Time Variance Authority. If, again, working under the idea of, like, is it the Illuminati? We don't know. How do they coordinate with the TVA? Are they warring organizations? Are they trying to do the same thing? Like, this seems to be somebody... What about Kang? Right, exactly. Like, this seems to be somebody punishing Doctor Strange for what's going on. Granted, Michael Waldron, who wrote... Loki is the writer for Doctor Strange 2, so there's certainly a possibility that there could be some coordination there, and I think we will probably see Loki at some or point. Or Alligator Loki. Or, yeah, Crokey, potentially. Um, we'll have to see what happens, but that'll be, I don't know. Like, there's a lot of speculation here, obviously, but like, I don't know. It's fun to speculate. Uh, speaking of which, let's talk about the villain of the movie, because I think... There's, again, a lot of possibilities here. We see potentially Strange Supreme, who is the evil Doctor Strange from What If. Wanda certainly seems to be going a little villainous here. She has the line late in the trailer, you break the rules and become the hero. I do it and I become the enemy, which seems pretty telling. But then there's also a pretty telling thing right at the beginning of the trailer where Doctor Strange says, I'm having a nightmare. Which seems to point to who we've speculated before on the podcast about being yeah. the villain of the movie, that ultimately the villain is potentially Nightmare, the character from Marvel Comics. Uh, oh. What do you guys think at this point? Again, based on two minutes of footage. Um, my, like, because I, I like I like Nightmare as a villain, as the villain here. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it feels like a feint to me. My gut says... Doctor Strange, our Doctor Strange is the villain. He's the one yeah, that makes exactly. the mistake. Yeah. And he has to go on a journey to try to repair his mistake. So it's it's his his problem at the beginning is the thing he has to solve at the end. It seems like maybe he'll have to fight like a, a bunch of versions of himself or the evil version of himself or something. I do think on the Wanda front, there's been a lot of talk about, ooh, she's going to turn evil. And I think we had the same mm-hmm. discussion during WandaVision. We do. I don't think so. I think no, I don't think so. She's going to get up to the edge of evil. She's going to do things that are wrong to get her kids back, potentially, but ultimately be a hero at the end here. Whatever happens, yeah, I think she's on the same path. She's made mistakes in the past, and she's trying to fix them, and that puts her as a sort of happy companion to to Doctor Strange on this journey. Yeah. A couple of other things um, that have been speculation that I'll read through here. So there's a scene of somebody fighting Wanda. They're glowing. They're orange and blue. There's been a lot of speculation about this. Initially, there was like a very blurry picture that went up. And 
This is a potential spoiler. I'll throw it out there if you don't want to listen, don't want to listen. But there is a possibility that Tom Cruise will show up as Iron Man in this movie. And the reason I say that is he was initially rumored to be Iron Man before Robert Downey Jr. was cast. So they might be playing off of that. So people saw this and they're like, oh, it's totally Tom Cruise is Superior Iron Man. Tom Taylor, the writer who created Superior Iron Man, riffed off of that a little bit. But I'll tell you, I looked at HD pictures of this. Uh, and Ooh. it's, yeah, I, I downloaded the trailer and did you go down from, a hole with this? I went bro? down a little bit of a hole, but uh, to me, it's very clearly Lashana Lynch who played Maria Rambeau. And oh. I think she is probably an alternate universe version. Captain Marvel in this would be my best guess. That would be awesome. Um, that's, I, that's sort of where my feelings are as well. The only other thing that I sort of liked the theory out there was that it was an, a Nova or Nova, mm. the uh, character, because the mm-hmm. sort of the pattern on on the character's torso was very Nova esque, and I love Nova from the comics, but I, I think it has to be a Rambo. I think so too. There was also a rumor that ooh, maybe it's or a speculation that maybe it's Jean Grey as the Phoenix, and Get maybe they digitally edited it out. No. But I think like Captain Marvel makes sense, so I think we're going to see yeah. that. There's also the big monster. This was a thing that was a little bit of confusion, but uh, I think even we said that it was probably Shuma Gorath when we talked about it the first time, which is a Doctor Strange villain. It's actually a character called Gargantos, which is a Namor, the Samariner villain from like one issue of the comic back in the 1960s. They're both tentacle monsters. It doesn't really matter. I'm just mentioning it. Um, A neat thing that happens in the trailer that a bunch of folks caught on to that I thought was very cool. So there's that scene of Wanda talking to Doctor Strange when she's in that very nice grove and she's clipping the trees and turns around. Later on, when she gives the you break the rules line, it's the same exact shots, except she's normal Wanda in one shot. And she's Scarlet Witch in the other shot, and it's all red and broken up. So I think, like, I don't know, I'd be curious to hear what you guys think, but I think either we're going to see multiple versions of Strange and Wanda throughout the movie, that seems pretty clear from the trailer, um, or we're going to see, and or we're going to see the same scenes a bunch of different times in different ways. Uh, yeah, I, that gets, I feel that, that gets way. old fast, I hope not. <laughs> I feel like we'll see a little of that because it is about past mistakes and regrets, it feels like. And so, of course, we're going to dwell in that in those, I think, a little bit here. Yeah. Uh, we also go to back to Westview very briefly in the trailer, which is fun to see. So that'll be interesting how much they play with WandaVision and how much they bring in there. Also, we got to see Zombie Strange, it seemed, potentially from What If, potentially from something else. Um, he's doing the Marvel Zombies. Thing. Yeah, he's doing the arms thing from Infinity War Endgame, but also there was a different shot of the Super Bowl trailer of like his face falling apart that was kind of scary. Another big one that I think was in the trailer, but was definitely on the poster. And Pete, I don't know if you picked up on this. I feel like you're going to be very excited. If not, there was a shard. One of the shards on the poster was Captain Carter's shield. Oh, nice. So... Chances are, and I don't know what you guys think, but chances are we're probably going to see Haley Atwell as live-action Captain Carter in this movie, Yeah, right? come on! I mean, that's very fun. That is very fun. That's yeah. right out of the what-if stuff. 
here's one that I feel very dubious about, and I definitely want to get your guys' input on. As people were combing through the poster, and I will say the guy who managed the team who designed the poster hit me up on Twitter to be like, there's a slew of Easter eggs that we put into this poster. But a couple <laughs> wow. of people looked at the shard, one of the shards, and it's super blurry. And to me, it looks like two white dots. But they were like, that's Deadpool. Deadpool is on this poster. Deadpool is definitely in this movie. What do you think? What are the, Pete is uh, grabbing his head and losing his mind right now. What do you think the possibility is that we see Deadpool in this movie are? Pete? Well, I mean, you got to get Deadpool in the Marvel kind of like movies at some point. I guess in this madness, you know, that's a good kind of introduction. But holy shit, that would blow things wide open for possibilities. Um, I think maybe on a little like shard of multiverse that flies by, we'll see a little Deadpool being like, Hey, but <laughs> yeah, because they got close to one of the shards uh, next to the one that they thought was Deadpool, and it definitely looked like a Jimmy Changa. Mm, <laughs> there, there it is. Interesting. A lot of speculation. A couple of other quick things just before we wrap this up here. This is just a little, not a little thing. This is a big thing, but. In the credits, and they had revealed this before, Danny Elfman is doing the music for this. I just think, like, Sam Raimi directing Danny Elfman doing the music. That's great. I'm very happy yeah, very about fun. that. That's awesome. Uh, and two little shots that I wanted to call out in particular that I thought were really interesting. There's a shot of Wanda with her energy frozen, and it zooms into her eyeballs. And we see two what look like cells with one person in it. There were two things that I thought about there. One, somebody, again, hit me up on Twitter about this because I couldn't figure it out. They felt like maybe it was the Hydra prisons that she was in with her brother. Mm -hmm. So it was her in one prison or another. The other thing, looking at it again, she's frozen in that shot, which feels very much like the effect Professor X uses when he freezes people and zooms into their brains. Am I overthinking it? Yes. The you, answer is I don't yes. Know, I don't know what's happened to you, but you've gone off the deep end on this. All right. Fair enough. And I'll throw out one thing that this is definitely a thing. And I thought this was super cool. This geeked me out again, as I was framing frame by framing through it, but there's a bunch of shots of America Chavez and Dr. Strange seemingly falling through the multiverse. And there's one frame where, first of all, people who have read the comics know this, when she punches from one part of the multiverse to another, she creates a star. Like, she basically breaks it like glass and goes through it. Yeah. First of all, they're clearly doing this in the movie, because if you frame by frame, like you could see there's stars that are breaking there. But also there's a shot of them falling through, and they're falling through from what looks like comic book world to dinosaur world. Wow. Yeah. Savage land? That's great. Like, I know, getting back to the thing that I mentioned earlier, in terms of, like, this is potentially too much, overstuffed, I'm worried about doing too many things in an Easter egg. At the same time, like... It's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. When you're doing a multiverse movie, you put it all in. Oh, Every man. shot. That that makes me makes me even more worried. But what's really interesting is, you know, everybody's talking about Doctor Strange. Uh I've been going the wrong way with Doctor Strange. The more I see, the less I want to see it because I'm so stressed out. Moon Knight's going the other way for me. The Super Bowl stuff for Moon Knight, I'm very excited about. 
That looks super fun as well. We'll have to do that maybe for another podcast at another time. Ooh, nice. And if you'd like to support our podcast, patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. to Crowdcast and YouTube. Come hang out. We would love to chat with you about Doctor Strange or Moon Knight or any Marvel We're stuff. We're going down Whatever a hole where about. you're watching things frame by frame and maybe kind of being like, oh, there's Bigfoot in there if you keep looking. There's a lot of stuff if you listen to this um, wave by wave. <laughs> iTunes, Android, Spotify, Stitcher, or the app of your choice to subscribe, listen, and support the show. That's not. And follow the show <laughs> at Marvel Vision Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, comicbookclublive.com for this podcast and many more. Until next time, stay marvelous. Mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>